See this? This is my boomstick. Now, Jim, what the hell's the matter with you? Well, baby, he's so horny. I'm funny how? Are you funny like I'm a clown? I amuse you? Don't, don't, don't. I make you laugh? I'm here to fucking amuse you? What do you oh, mean no, funny how? Yes. Let's just pray I have the energy to get myself this another beer. needs an enema. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. I still You never know what you're going to get. You have failed me for the last time. Wrong, sir. Wrong. I was saying boo-earns. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Oh, my gosh. And, and we're, we're back. back. Again. Again, yes. <laughs> Not so bad this time. We only missed one week. In yeah, we only missed one week, and we had a good reason. We missed for the cure. Oh, that's right. Not the band. Why did... Oh, yes. Okay. The Cure. I, I'm sorry. I had to actually think about that. We missed for the same reason that uh, Sam's Club and Costco are selling pink uh, butcher <laughs> sets. Yeah, that is... And Swifters and uh, Hungry Howie's has a pink pizza box and everything else. Yes. So, sorry, I'm distracted. We're in our remote location down yes. in the Batcave. Uh, That's why we sounded better last time yeah. <laughs> than we do this time. You know, yeah. we we do what we have to in order to get a, a show done for you, our loyal listener. That's right. At least this time we're not doing <laughs> it in the end. Loyal listener. Loyal listener. Yeah. <laughs> Singular. Yeah. But, uh, but yes, uh, Sally the Beer Winch walked 60 miles. Amazing. I'm not sure if she was looking for the cure on those 60 miles or... I think she was just hoping to get to the end of it. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure she was too. But uh, but it was the um, Susan G. Coleman uh, Walk for a Cure. So they're right. basically... A, it's a fundraiser for yeah. breast cancer. Definitely We're, proud of her. That's yeah, that's amazing. an accomplishment. 60 miles. In three I mean, days. In th- 20 in ju- miles Yeah, 20 a miles a day. She slept in a tent. <sighs> amazing. She had a good time. Yeah, she, she it was her amazing. Her friend... It was amazing. I was expecting to see her all like humped over and stuff when we when we caught up to her, and she was like ready to go. Yeah, she was all wound up. You're like, you want to go out for dinner? And she's like, let's walk there. <laughs> but you did notice once we sat down and started eating. Oh yeah, once her oh, once her body yeah fast. once once her body had a chance to 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 rest. Yeah, you know? she was. I, she by the end of of dinner, which was unusually slow, but. By the end of dinner, she probably could have fallen asleep right there. I think so. It looked like she was about to go face down into her salad at one point. <laughs> I think she was regretting going there once she sat down and it started kicking in. Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. It was it The was adrenaline was amazing. Gone. Yeah, it was. What was even more amazing was that boy, like, belly dancing with his shirt tied up. That was, wow. that was amazing. There was... It, you saw it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like maybe nine, nine, maybe ten years old. Yeah, somewhere around there. He's going to make a really nice girl one day. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we were at the, the closing ceremonies, and you and Mimi Bun said, you kind of gave the nod, like, look behind you. And there were a lot of people in pink shirts, men and, oh, te- yeah. men and women, because yeah. that's the thing. But this particular one had fashioned his shirt into, like, a bikini top. Where you take the the bottom center of the shirt, pull it up 
through the the neckline neck and, and pull, pull it down, down. Yeah. so it looks like yeah a bikini top. And ooh, he had the moves. He was shaking what God didn't give him. You got that right. He was he was all over it. Yeah, <laughs> like John said, he probably just came from Pride. <laughs> <laughs> or he, he just learned, he, he learned that last month that yeah. <laughs> wow. But uh, but yeah, it was something. It was seemed like it was going to storm like crazy. It never did though. No, it didn't. Thankfully, for her, we you know, didn't anywhere near ask a car. Her that it did rain while she was walking. Yeah, just, she just said it wasn't really bad. It wasn't really hard. But, oh, that's good. But yeah, Friday, Friday it was raining. Saturday it was, it was raining. raining and Sunday started out really nice because I even when I walked the dog early in the morning, I said, "Oh, at least she's finally got a nice day." But by the end, when they were. Um, for the closing ceremonies, yeah. it was getting, it looked nasty. Wow. And, um, but one thing that was kind of cool off the subject was while we were there, um, it was right, right on, right next to the St. Pete Pier. So on the water, of course. And we were there at just the right time where we could see two of the cruise ships that left out of Tampa. Could see them off in the distance. And they got closer and turned, and they were heading out. And I was thinking, oh, I want to be on there. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. 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 So, yes, we're we're having to entertain the cat because he'll let himself in otherwise. Yeah, He's the cat unfortunately knows how to get into this room with the door shut. Or how to open the door to come in. Although you probably could have just locked it. Yeah. Have a lock? it, it, yeah, it doesn't work on the door. Oh, okay. It doesn't stay. It's, so, yeah, he's coming in no matter what. So Yeah, he knows how to, to turn the latch. Uh, <laughs> but let's see what else happened. Oh, Steve Jobs has died. I think that actually happened before last week, and we just forgot to mention it on air. Yeah, probably. But uh, in case you didn't know. Who was who was that? Um, <laughs> I think he ran, I think he was like the founder of monster.com. It had something to do with employment. Oh, okay. uh, Steve jobs. Yeah. See, now I thought he ran an orchard that, that could have been too. That, that <laughs> might've, you know, I think a biography just came out. We should probably look into that. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But he's dead. Yeah. He's a ghost in case you all didn't know. And so. Michael Jackson's dead. Still, still, but his doctor may be going to jail. Maybe. You know, I really wish there was something we could do about that channel in the break room at the Widget Factory. Because it's been changed. Has it? It's changed. It's been changed before. Oh, you mean in the past it's changed. Yeah, not too long ago because uh, there was one day where we were sitting there eating lunch and uh, one of the judge shows was on and it was one drag queen suing another drag queen. Yeah, I thought that was the same channel. I didn't no. realize. No. No, it, that was local Fox 13. Wow. So someone, some at some point, changed the channel. Yeah, there was one where a girl, some girl had gotten a weave, and her, her roommate had done it because she was a hairdresser. Uh-huh. And the roommate was suing for the money for the weave. She wanted the money or the weave back or something. <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> and the girl's like, "Well, she just did it for me, and we, you know, we were like sisters, so I thought it was free." Jeez. That was the. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I noticed there was a return to normalcy on uh, Monday when we went in, and Lindsay Lohan was back on the screen. Oh, God, I, I you know I think we ought to. I think the state of California ought to do like a deal with D-list slash C-list celebrities that are that are on, going on trial instead of uh, giving them the option since their career is already headed down the tank due to their 
their lifestyle choices. Uh-huh. They should give them the option to do like a people's court type thing uh, <laughs> where, you know, it'll be private arbitration. There'll be a judge, though, and attorneys and stuff, but it'll be binding, whatever the whatever the conclusion is. Yeah. And the actual decision will be made by viewers calling into a 1-900 number. So you have to pay like two bucks or three bucks to say Lindsay doesn't deserve to go to jail or whatever. And or she does. Or Don't she, say or whatever. Or no, say no, say no, the but best I, one. But I mean like there could be a there, – like a, first of all, they, they, they'd vote on guilty or non-guilty. And then when the verdict was reached, then they would vote on whatever the punishment would be. And the pun, and there would be like professional people that would determine it. It wouldn't be like in jail for a million years <laughs> for drunk driving. I mean it would be an appropriate – sentence but whatever it is they'd actually have to serve it and they would help pay for that by the 900 number so instead of like 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 according to that Ah. news show she got 30 days in jail which they the judge even acknowledged they even acknowledged in court would not be 30 days (laughs) because you know of overcrowding whatever basically they acknowledged right there at the sentencing that it wouldn't be a full 30 days in jail but my thing is, if they vote for 30 days in jail, then based on the millions of dollars they get from the people calling in, uh-huh. that pays for her 30 days in jail, then some a little. Have you written down this proposal anywhere? Not yet. Not okay, yet. Well, but you should. Now that, now, now that we don't have a celebrity in, uh, in the governor's office, so it might be a little harder to get it on the ballot. But, yeah. but they, they, could, they could take, like, their the, – the thing would be, though, is there could be some circumstances. Like, maybe they get a few more perks in jail or they get a private cell <laughs> in jail. So you it wouldn't this be out. Yeah. So there would be a reason for them to go along with it. Plus, it would be like on prime time, and I don't know. There could be some reenactment segments and stuff well, so yeah. that, that that the celebrity themselves could act in. Therefore, um, it would feed into their ego as well. And uh, yeah, I, I think I think they ought to do that. And then if they don't, then they still serve whatever sentence, but they don't get the they don't get the INDB credit. <laughs> okay. But because uh, you know the state of California is going into the crapper financially. Well, yeah. So uh, since they keep deciding that they need to pay for more things for everybody, and now illegal immigrants are eligible for, like, everything everything over there, including, I think, college tuition now. Well, yeah, why wouldn't they? No, I think that was a recent – that was like there was a recent thing about that, about them uh, being eligible for, for – uh, Government. Well, I'm sorry, we've got our own private show going on yes. here, trying to keep the cat entertained, so we won't come up and rub his head on the uh, the microphone. So he's doing backflips. We could, you, if if you want to watch, we can we can just watch. Yeah, we could just you can just imagine, pretend the cat's pretend. jumping in the air. Anyway, yeah. So, so that's my idea. I I think it's a good one. And uh, like like uh, Michael Jackson's attorney or doctor probably wouldn't go for it, but I think Lindsay Lan- Lohan would have. Uh, Charlie Sheen probably would. They should have given her sixty days. That way, she would have done thirty. Yeah, but they didn't want it. <laughs> they, they don't want her in there that long either. But I mean, man, it's just getting so she, amazing. Yeah. She's a moron. Yeah. So she needs to check out, maybe. Maybe. I mean, doesn't it seem like she she really would rather? Kinda. It seems like that's <laughs> where she's heading. Yeah. Well, and then Mal will have a second time. He'll get to say, "So you really can die from stupid." <laughs> yeah. Really. So for the past few months, I've been making lists as I'm listening to the radio and stuff. And it's so basically none of this information is mine. 
but it was worth writing down and, and holding on to. And now finally, I actually remembered to bring the one, two, three, four, five, six, or seven lists. So we can just throw some of these lists in as we're talking about other things. Or if we don't have other things, this could be it. Yeah. This well, could, could be the rest be. of the show. We've only got oh 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 we should we should actually explain that to people. Uh, we have another we have another segment for Mal. Oh yeah, not quite. Oh, wait, you know what? What? I'm man with no name, <laughs> and I'm pro me. <laughs> We're awful. Yeah, we are. Bunch of dorks. Dot com. com. Okay, at least yeah. we got the stuff in. Now, Mal, he's that he's the third one, right? He's the one doing the Asian invasion. That's right. And he's so far, not I hear it's not going that well. They have yet to succumb to his will. Whoops! There goes the cat again up on the table yeah no they're not if it doesn't doing work in says. south korea though we're sending him to north korea and hopefully he can whip them into shape cat cat down there yeah <laughs> so uh, up on the table again. so yeah we've got about a got about a 20 minute segment from mal so we're actually almost halfway through our own segment <laughs> whether whether you knew that or not no and, yeah almost that it sounds good because uh we don't seem to have the steam that we normally do. No, no. But uh, so, at a, so at about twenty-five minutes in or so, we're going to stop for a music break, and then uh, we're going to let Mal talk a little, and then we'll come back to close things out. That works. So they were talking one day on the radio about unusual college courses. These are actual college courses that you can take from different colleges around the country. Mm-hmm. One of them is alien sex. Now, don't ask me for details. I don't okay. have the details on them. I'm just telling you the, the course titles mm-hmm. of these different different courses. Facebook. So there's a... Co- I'm assuming these particular... These college courses, they can't be worth many credits. I mean, Facebook, Alien Sex, Harry Potter Literature. Hmm. I don't know if that's the... College course on children's books. I don't see now. The thing is that within the the books there are books. So is it the Harry Potter books themselves, or the books within the books, or what? Um, well, the books within the books are fictitious books, though, right? They haven't actually been written, have they? Actually, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. The hmm. like the tales of Beetle the Bard. They she actually wrote the stories that were referred to in the book. That makes sense. Yeah. And, of course, they're all moral stories. And those are available on fine retailers everywhere. Uh, yeah. And their own editions. Yep. I forget who gave that to me. I have one. I have it. I want to say it was either Harmony or uh, Dan who gave me Dan that for Christmas one year. By the way, I'd like to do a shout-out to Dan. Yeah. I collect Coke points, and Dan... God bless him. He he, never he goes forgets. through garbage cans. He goes through recycle bins. He he. I mean, he is more committed to my collection of Coke points than I am. And, wow. And Dan, I'm going to have something for you this Christmas as a way of saying thank you. I haven't figured out exactly Some sort what of yet. Coke's points, but it, but it may it'll probably come from Coke points though, uh, because wow. Why are you walking? I up really here, really Kat? just have to say thank you, and as our loyal listener. Yeah, well, Thank you. Yes. So anyway, back to the list. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. He's just, he, the cat, not Dan, is wandering around again. Okay. Uh, Klingon and Beyond. 
Is that about a problem in the bathroom? I, I don't or, know. Or I, I assume that's um, studying Alien Klingon languages. language. Yes. American vacationing. Now, did they say these were accredited classes? Or, no. Or these were these legitimate are colleges? or unusual college courses okay. that you can actually take in college. Don't Some ask me about anything else. Yeah. Uh, dirty pictures. Sweet. Sign us up. I don't know what that means, to be honest. Like I said, I, I, as I'm listening to this stuff, I'm like, I got to write these down. Um, circus stunts. These sound more like categories for Jeopardy or I something. Think, dude, don't they? Dirty pictures. Dirty pictures. Dirty pictures for 900, I'll take Alex. The Simpsons and philosophy for 300, please. Yeah, that's another one. The Simpsons and philosophy. Um, Japan. In Japan, there's conversational English, but now that that sounds like what Mao is doing. Except this is an entire class on the use of the F word. Wow. So you learn how to use the F word. Then there's a class, walking, where that is what you do in the class. You walk. Hmm. And how to watch TV. For those of us who have yet to master that, that uh, yeah, difficult I mean, skill. That one I'm really good at. I could probably teach it. Yeah. I, I assume it's more like... Um, Professor Mar- Mao. Or no, uh, actually Professor Mao with no name. Sorry. Yes. It's okay. Yeah. Could have been worse, what you called. Okay, let's move on to the this list. Oh, here. And this was one where they had they had a few of their own, and then they had people call in. Wow, he really gets you. Yes, and a, on a very deep emotional level, he gets me completely. No, the cat. Or you mean oh physically, like he attacks me. Yeah. yeah, he sure does. He's a little effort. I mean, you're messing with him, but he's got his teeth. He's... Trying to bite the hell out of you. He's got those claws out. Oh, yeah, watch. Oh, my God. You can hear him like, ah. Wow. He's a little effort. Why do you let that? Well, I for demonstration purposes here, but. Well, doesn't it hurt? Oh, yeah, horribly. Holy crap. And now he's biting your stomach. That's not so bad. But... <laughs> Comparatively <laughs> speaking. <laughs> yeah. So that he is sure. playing. He just never learned the. Nice about when it. to stop going, yeah. when to go, yeah, when he's going too far. Exactly. That's what I meant to say. That's why Mimi Bun keeps saying we need to bring Full Gore over to slap him around yeah. a little. Because that, that's basically the problem is, is we played rough with him when he was little and he couldn't do any damage. So when he bit as hard as he could when he was small, yeah, it didn't matter. That and then he grew the up and because there were no other pets or no other animals, he never got really, he never really got seriously whapped back. He never learned. Well, you need to whap him back. Well, I try to, but it's hard to, you know. To conti- be continuously rough with him in that regard, oh, like, and just true. and not be like, oh, it's okay, you know, and pet him. And of course, when you pet him, then that's reinforcing that it's okay. Yes, and, it is. So, in other words, you're doing it to yourself. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I know it. At least you know it. Can't get mad at him for not too mad. No, I just call him a little effer. Well, like with Toby, the dog, not the person. Uh, when he was little. And he would get a little too rough. We would do what the book said, which was you go, ow, and you turn away. Just so he would learn, you know, the boundaries. Mm -hmm. Boy, got his attention. (laughs) I yelled, ow, and and Munchie looked right at me like, what are you yelling ow for? Anyway, (laughs) Anyway. so here the the next list is, you know your ghetto when... 
that was a college course? No, 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 oh. no, no. no. Oh, We're oh, okay. A new list. We're on a new oh, list. Oh, all right. Sorry. I new was about list. to say, wow. No, this was this was more like you, it was it was the topic. And then the radio people had their things, and then people were calling in. But you know your ghetto when you have aluminum foil on your teeth as your grill. <laughs> uh, when you wash paper plates and plasticware. When your side mirrors on your car are held on with duct tape. You know your ghetto when you scratch, scratch on... Uh-oh. Oh, when you when you fix your a scratch on your car with nail polish. <laughs> I have to admit, I have washed washed plasticware before. So have I. Yeah. So just you, saying, you I got, have to, I have to give that ghetto one up. in there then. Yeah, I've never done paper plates, so so. You know your ghetto when your daughter is on toddlers and tiaras. <laughs> you know your ghetto when your car is worth a hundred dollars, but the rims are worth three thousand. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, you know you get it when your toaster has rims. <laughs> when your kids walk around barefoot. Uh, when the only art you own is on your fingernails. <laughs> you know you ghetto when you cash your paycheck at a liquor store. Sweet. Uh, you know oh, you know your ghetto when you use a lighter to heat up a Slim Jim. <laughs> Or when you use the oven to heat the house. Or when you get married just for the rice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, funny thing, when you said the oven to heat the house, that reminded me of something. When, uh, when I was a little kid, I remember one time drying uh, underwear in an oven. In the oven? When I was a little kid, a fr- <laughs> I went. Uh, my best friend, uh, his name was Guy. His, act, his real name was Wendell. But, uh, okay, I yeah, remember. Well, he went, he went by that. Guy, though. His uh, grandparents had a place up in Cairo, Georgia, like on a like a farm kind of situation, uh-huh. and they had this uh, cabin. I don't know what you call it. It was a cabin, a remote house, whatever, like kind of on the other end of the farm. So you could see it from the house, but they just didn't live there really. I, I guess at various points they had rented it out to people, but it was vacant. And we were out playing in the woods on the other side of that house and i'm I'm just thinking back to this like they didn't lock doors I, although we nah. used to not lock doors that much when i was a little kid either times were different yeah but they didn't lock doors on anything and i remember it started raining while we were in the woods and when, by the time we got back to the cabin it was like pouring rain and we went in there and we were like drenched you know completely <laughs> and i remember we dried our underwear in the oven and our underwear had like uh singe marks <laughs> oh my God. on where the uh the grill where the grill of the oven was <laughs> We were like 10, <laughs> if even that. But, uh, but yeah, we basically toasted our underwear. <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. Just a little memory that came back to me there. So, was from pretty the ghetto. Yeah, but, that was. But uh, we were unsupervised or children. Hillbilly. So, yeah, hillbilly, hillbilly, toasting underwear. <laughs> but we were unsupervised children, so we improvised. This one, I wish I had written down more of them because this one I kind of think is interesting, but... It was phrases that people get wrong all the time. Okay. Like, for all for all intents and purposes, but so many people say for all intensive purposes. Mm-hmm. Or uh, the a lot of people say nip it in the butt, <laughs> but it's nip it in the bud. Or yeah, Munchie, you hear that? Not butt. <laughs> this one I thought was. 
a doggy dog, D O G G I E D O G world, mm-hmm. a doggy dog world, but it's actually a dog eat dog world. <laughs> so anyway, that's all I had for that one. This one's kind of interesting. These okay. are, are rules that teachers had to go by back in 1915. Okay. Um, you, uh, t- and of course, most teachers were women back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not to keep company with men. No dating. Um, you must be home between 8 p.m. and 6 a.m. unless you're at school. You may not loiter at an ice cream parlor. Uh, you cannot drive with men unless you're related to them. You can't wear bright colors. So basically, school teachers were all nuns back in 1950. Sounds like it. Um, Dresses may be no shorter than two inches above the ankle. (laughs) That's it. That's all I have for that one. Uh, Surprised there was nothing in there about their eating habits. Yeah, really. Okay, I've only got two lists left, but I'm saving the one that we can both at least uh, add to. Why don't we hold last. on to that one to the end? Because um, we do. We are going to come back for a little bit of a segment when Mal is done okay. with his. So we'll hold on to that one. We'll close out the show with that one. Okay. We're getting, so pretty, we're getting pretty close to our, our music this break. One left. Yeah. Okay. Things that make you undateable. Okay. This may be things too. This this was, I believe, more of a um, like a in a magazine. Uh-huh. That type of list, and then they had people call in also. So uh, one of the things was talking about your ex. Yeah, that would be yeah. a problem. Um, getting extremely drunk, being cheap, being too emotional. Well, drunk and cheap, that depends. Are we talking about men or women? Because I'm pretty sure there'd be plenty of guys that would be happy with the drunk and cheap it, women. True, true. I guess this is in general. <laughs> um, acting like an FBI agent. I guess asking too many questions. Yeah. Um, and then callers called in and said having bad style, your weight, um, playing with a cell phone during the date, and just being an overall Debbie Downer. Mm. So I don't know if those were worth saving for all these months, but well, eh, like I said, at some point, that, that <laughs> stuff was going to get on the air because I've held on to it for that long. And then the other one, I'll give you the, I'll at least give you the topic. I'll give you a little tease, tease that we'll come back with after Mao's segment. A little audio burly cue, if Unusual you will. Unusual things that you've gotten from while trick-or-treating. That's all, that'll be good. Yeah. That'll be good. We just passed Halloween. Halloween was this past Monday. Today yeah. is Friday. So it's actually topical for yes. this week, even. How about that? Yeah, I know. What an awful idea for us. Yeah. So. By the way, did you guys hear? Steve Jobs died. <laughs> So did Michael Jackson. I, you know what? Uh, and so did Lindsay. Oh, no, she's still alive. Well, maybe by the time this airs. Wagner? Lohan? Lohan. Oh, yeah. okay. Lindsay Wagner. Anyone know who that is? <laughs> Speaking of topical or, yeah, really. or, other, or not. Last time I saw her, she was doing a commercial for one of those beds. I don't even know which one. <laughs> Could be the, the one where she jumps on it with a, a glass of wine or something. I don't know. So is but, it now time? Uh, it's music break time. Oh, and, music, then it, and, and then, then when now. we come back from music break, it'll be Mal. And tonight, for your... And, and, as it turns out, it's going to be a musical Mal segment. He's going to sing everything. Yes. <laughs> but prior to that, for your uh, 
auditory massage, you will be hearing the mumblers uh, shake your medication. Oh. Yeah. So we'll be back in a we'll be back about yeah. We'll be back in about 20 minutes to close out the show. But now the mumblers and Mao. Nobody talks to me that way. Nobody. Shake your medication. 
shake your medication. You can cry, you can cry, you can fall on your knees. You can scream up to the sky, yelling, please, Hello, hello, one and all, out there in podcast listener land. Yes, that's the opening from my other show, but I figured I'd use it here too, because my brain is simple. Alright, this is Mao, coming to you from Korea, all the way across the other side of the world. Okay, well first I'll start, um, this is my drop-in, thank you for listening to BOD, and um, I'll start by saying I got two um, listener emails first one was from Nim, uh, and she she thanked me for uh, painting the vivid picture of my trip to Japan, and I wanted to say thank you very much. It was very nice to hear from you, and I, I it was um, it's great to know that you're still listening. I, I know Nim was one of our very first listeners. I, I'm almost sure she was one of the first regulars. Um, there's others, so please, I'm not forgetting you if you are a listener. Uh, but I know she listened from from the very start, so thank you very much. It was very nice to hear from you again, and I'm glad that you are entertained by my uh, dimly lit brain. And my second one, uh, second email was from uh, Wampa Dude, who sent me a link to um, like a wiki about uh, Koreans. <laughs> okay, it, it's basically it was talking about how Koreans think that electric fans can kill you. And I'm here to say as living proof that, yes, they do believe that if you leave electric fans on uh, at night, you run the risk of dying. Um, uh, they told me that uh, when I first got here, I leave my fans on. And they and I had uh, heard that before, and I asked, and they said, yes, they, you know, you, they, they nod their head, and yes, you can kill you. And I replied, the only way you're going to die from an electric fan is if you're taking a bath with it. And I had the puzzled look, and then both parties moved on. So, thank you, Wampa Dude, and thank you, Nim. I always enjoy um, when people send emails to me uh, about the show, or just in general. You can reach me uh, for any show content or, or uh, topics at zenbone at hotmail.com. Um, you know, and I, I have a lot of other uh, stuff online. And I kind of was, I was not sure if I wanted to like really, uh, you know, whore myself out, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. So if you want to follow my exploits here, I do have a, uh, a, a blog that I have, I'm, I'm getting close to a hundred posts in on, and, um, it is kimchiagogo.wordpress.com. And I'm also doing a B movie, uh, like a, like a sci-fi B movie review 
um, show. That, that one, I really love it. Um, it's only a 30-minute show, and it's me talking about some wacky, um, you know, movie. I it it does it's not on iTunes and it's not on any of, any of the of the um like podcast pickle or podcast alley, so the the site doesn't get it doesn't get a lot of uh, attention you know so it's kind of disheartening when you look at the statistics and like you know one person has listened to it the last three weeks that's not that bad but it's it might as well be so uh, you know. Although I still should be doing shows, I haven't done one for, I think, about two weeks now. And I better get off my lazy ass and do it. And uh, hopefully um, I am on iTunes with that endeavor soon. Uh, that's When I get back home, I'm, um, I'm going to be doing that with Mr. Smith. So uh, we will do... Uh, it won't just me be me droning on and on like I am now. So anyway, if you want to listen to the to B-movie, sci-fi movie reviews, go to slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. Yeah, I don't know why I use a, a go-go. I, I think it sounds like 60s hip. I'm stupid. Okay, moving on. So, last time we talked, I um, told you about my glorious, glorious visit to um, Japan. And if you if you hit up my travel blog, you will also read. Um, I used the Farnsworth Mega Fonzie uh, scale for rating Japan, and as I will use for rating all countries and places I go. So I uh, enjoy that. And now th- last weekend, I teased a little bit that last weekend I was going to a Korean wedding, and yay for that. Okay. Uh, so last weekend I. I got my suit pressed, and I got, you know, I uh, spit-shined my shoes and got all gussied up in my Sunday finest, uh, in my Sunday go-to-meetin' shirt, uh, uh, suit, and what what it was, the, the people that were getting married the were both w- teachers at the school. The one teacher still is there, and then the other teacher, the bride, um, it went to another school, but so what, you know, they know everyone there at the school. So... They're getting married in the city next to us. I don't know. It was. It's not Chonan, it, but it was Chung Chokan Chochang. I don't know. Whatever. I I'm not being racist. I just don't remember the name of it. So because it sounded like I was gonna go Ching Chang Chung, and I don't do that. So anyway, I, I just did that, but I don't do that. Anyway, so I um. So they got a bus to take all the teachers to this wedding. I was like, well, that's you know, that's pretty nice of them. So um. So, okay, they have Saturday classes every other Saturday. Um, now, I don't because I, they would have to pay me extra, so yay for that. Um, and I guess they just didn't need to see a hungover me sitting around getting paid extra. So, every other Saturday, I try to get up and go places early because you're not going to run into any kids. See, the funny, the funny thing or the weird thing about it Good kids, bad kids, it doesn't matter. I when I'm out and about, I hear Martin teacher, and then some kid waving furiously. And if I try to say anything other than hello, I get the dazed, the glazed look, and a nod, and and I abort the mission quickly, because they don't know what I'm saying at all. Zero. 
Um, there's a few students that are pretty good, but for the most part, no. So I try to go out and like go food shopping or, or, you know, if I have to go get like socks or underwear or something, I'll do that like on the Saturday when they're at school. Because the other thing about Korea is they don't give you bags ever. There's no bag technology doesn't exist here. So basically either you carry your own bag, which I always forget. So that means I'm walking down the street with underwear in my hand or with two cases of beer in my hand or whatever, you know is whatever embarrassing thing I can be carrying, that's when I'm going to see every kid in the world. So I usually will do that. Uh, I will shop for stuff when, when they're in school and I'm safe and I can just, you know, not worry about it. So the, res- the reverse was happening here in that they get out of school at like 12.20 or 12.30. So in my brain, I'm like, okay, the bus is pulling out at 1.20. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to leave for this thing at one it's a half hour kids are going to be gone right wink wink no so for some reason korean kids don't leave when they should leave they just kind of hang out at school apparently even though it's a saturday i if if i was at school on a saturday when the bell rang there would be like that cloud that looked like me but i'd be gone remember from the roadrunner cartoons it would be like Oh, look, there's Mao. Oh, no, that's just the cloud of Mao. Because he ran out of there so fast, it just left a cloud that looked like him. But that's not how Korean kids think. Even bad kids. They just mill around and just... nobody. There's nobody tasering them out the door. So they just kind of mill around and stand around. So, long story short is, of course, I'm met by wave after wave of kids who have never seen me dressed up, walking towards the school dressed up in suit and tie and all that stuff. I don't dress badly, but I don't wear a tie and I don't wear a suit, of course. I mean, I wear just like, uh, it's not even business casual. I guess it's business casual, but it's really lenient casual, like, like, um, dress pants and then like Charlie Sheen bowling shirts, you know, or whatever, or like a golf shirt. I don't tuck it in because I'm fat. And, you know, if you're fat, you don't tuck your shirt in because that just looks stupid. So I have to do fashion that looks good with fat guy, you know, whatever. So anyway, so these kids are wave after wave of kids. Oh, oh, Martin teacher, handsome Martin teacher. I love you. You know, the other thing that's funny about Korean kids is they say I love you and they say handsome all the time. I don't know why. I don't know why that's a thing here, it, but it's a thing here. So I always shake my head and say, no, unfortunately not, or uh, no, men don't say I love you to other men, uh, but I digress, and I just kept nodding and kept walking. Finally, I get to the school, and um, I meet my handler there. I call my the, the person that's in charge of me. I call my handler. I've been over this, but in case this is your first time ever listening to me droning on on here, um, there's one teacher that's kind of in charge of the dumb foreigner, and she's my co-teacher. But I call her my handler because, you know, she's in charge of me. So I meet her, and she's cordial. And she immediately pawns me off on, on my friend Leo. <laughs> Leo is the gym teacher. So she knows I'm... Of, I don't have any friends here other than him. Um, and, you know, the, I mean, I just don't. I mean, it's pretty... You know, everyone else has their life. They're going on with their lives. You know, they don't have time for a foreigner. So I hang out with 
if I do hang out, I, I hang out with Leo, which is is rare, you know. So he, I sit with him on the bus, and we 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 go. To, we, okay, now we're leaving for the wedding. I, I know this is dragging on. I'm sorry. So we get on the bus, and you know, and everyone sit there, and they, they they hand out like bags of snacks, like like they feed you, and there's bottles and there's bottles of water, and there's and some people are drinking soju, and you know the whole deal. Like the bus, they're they're really treating you nice. You know, it's nice. And then we ride on this bus for forty minutes. And then we get to this place, and we all pile out of the bus, and you go into this, it's not a church, it's just like a restaurant slash reception hall kind of place, you know. Because this isn't a religious thing. Here, I mean, I'm sure some are, but most in Korea, it's not like, uh, there's no religious figure doing this. This is just a wedding. I mean, not just a wedding, but you know what I mean, like there's... Uh, okay, moving on. So I come in, and there's this mob of people, and you're just trying to weed your way through. And what you do is, it's traditional, you give them an envelope. You give them an envelope with 30000 if you just know them, or 50000 if you're friends. I just know the dude, so I gave him 30000 You know, you put it in an envelope, and you, you put your name on the envelope, and you hand it to somebody who's at this desk, who's collecting these this, this money. And he hands you a ticket, like, basically you're paying for a buffet, <laughs> For 30,000 won, like 30 bucks, you know. I I really round, I'm really liberal with my rounding when I talk about dollars to yen or or, or, uh, won to yen or dollars to won. I'm just, like, everything kind of equals a dollar. Like, (laughs) it doesn't really, but whatever. So I gave him 30,000, and then he gave me a ticket. So me and Leo go down there and stand in line, and, and, um, and we get the food. And I'm eating. It's good. I mean, it's a, it's a big, it's a big freaking hall, and it's a big buffet. And I'm like, how many people are here, man? Seven hundred people. It's it like these weddings average like so many people, like like seven or eight hundred people. And then Leo was like, yeah, and twenty percent are friend are like friends of the of the groom, and then all the rest are like the dads, the the parents associates so this is just like a giant like business meeting or something i don't know i was like whatever you know so i i'm eating and my handler comes up and says the ceremony's now and i I like looked at her i was like what and then you know because i'm i'm usually confused there's not like a language barrier we just don't get each other sometimes so she points at the screen and and lo and behold there's a screen showing them you know, and they're getting married. And I'm like, the hell? So I kind of wolfed down whatever I had there. And I, and I go and, and Leo's like, yeah, just go. I'm not, I don't, you know, he's, he's, he just went for the buffet or whatever. So we get up there and there's just standing up there and there's some guy emceeing, but he's not emceeing, but he's just, you know, like a friend of the friend of whatever. And blah, 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 blah. You know, the guy says, I love you. The girl says, I love you. He bows to the parents. She bows to the parents done and done and i'm like wow so basically and i'm watching this and i took some pictures and it was nice i mean you know they dressed really nice and i was like okay what's going on and they're like that's it and I'm, i'm like what and then they're like oh yeah well there's a traditional korean wedding but that's just for the family and the closest friends so we just got back on the bus <laughs> so so basically we drove 40 minutes i ate i ate 
I watched about eight minutes of a ceremony, and then we got back on the bus, and I was home by, like, four. And I'm like, well, that – what? I, I mean, I, I literally was, like, walking home, and I was kind of like, what? Just what happened here? So, hmm, yeah. So needless to say, I won't be able to regale you with the uh, traditional Korean um, wedding, which I understand involves a duck or a goose of some kind. Uh but I don't usually, I don't care. I wanted to see a traditional one, but I, that won't be happening. So sorry about that, everyone. So, it, I mean, it was a fun time, but it was just like one of those things where you kind of like you scratch your head and you think, what what, what was all that about? What, what was that? You know, just, uh, I don't know. It was funny. So other than that, um, I hope I will have a interesting story for you next week because I... I am actually going to another punk concert. I don't know if I even talked about it on air. I went to a three-day music festival. No, I, th- I don't think I did talk about it. Some time ago, I went to a three-day music festival, which was basically at some bar in a neighboring city. So um, I was very excited that I um, got to a see music that wasn't K-pop. One of the funniest things um, here is there's doesn't seem to I, at originally for the like a long time I didn't think there was any music but K-pop and uh, K-pop to me is like the most generic thing that you could call music that still qualifies as music like it's just it's it's I think it's the same as crap music in America. I I don't know. I don't listen to crap music in America. I mean, so I don't really know. But basically, K-pop is like, they take five girls or five boys. And they're they're adults, but they're like, you know, just out of high school, whatever. They're maybe like 18, 20, whatever, 21. And they all are the same formula. You know, it's the... And they... The guys are so feminine, they look like girls. And the girls are really feminine. So, and it's just, and it's always five. So it's, you know, it's five girls, and then there's the blonde one, and then there's the long-haired one, and then there's the cutesy one, and then there's the angry one, and then and then the, for the boys, it's like, there's the artsy one, there's the one that might be gay, there's the, the, the tough one, and then there's the brooding one, and then there's just the one that can sing. But it's the same, and then, like, all they do is they just choreograph. Like, they don't... Every song is the same, auto-tuned, every... It's, it's just splashing of different dance moves. Like, each video shows, like, some kind of a dance, and then that's it. And so, for the longest time, I thought there was only K-pop here. And that made me throw up a little bit in my mouth each day. So then I was elated when I w- found out that there was a three-day music festival that was, like, all Korean, like, punk, hardcore. Um, so I was like, yeah, awesome. So I went to this, uh, I went to, a, I couldn't make the Friday, so I got there Saturday and then Sunday. So that was great. You know, I saw a lot of really cool bands, and I actually got um, uh, one of them, Midnight Smoke Drive, gave me uh, gave me their CD to to, to play. So, and, and I'm, I'm going to, uh, I got to send that to the to the dorks so we can plug them. They are really great, and the singer is this this Korean woman that 
when she she when she hammers out a song, you know, it sounds like to me it sounds like the five six seven eights, like that passionate, like that's so powerful, you know. I really dig it. So I was happy to see that. So, um, so there's lo- that, but that was like in a neighboring city. That took a while to get there. It was like two hours away. So on Saturday there's a punk concert in Daejeon where I live, and I was like, yes. Now it's an, it's like down it's like old old downtown whatever i got I'm, I'm gonna take bus 802 and get off and walk a while and there it is um but it looks like it's gonna be pretty cool you know it's called us and them compilation album dejang release show so it's at the buji live club that'll be on saturday and there's a bunch of there's a ska punk ska punk pop punk and um 90s punk so i'm not super into the ska but i i'm pretty sure uh uh, you know it'll be pretty fun to listen to some ska punk at at a live event so i'm going to that and that i i should be reporting on that next time other than that 20 minutes in that's my 20 minutes of talking i know i went 30 minutes last time but i was talking about japan i could probably talk to you guys for like ever about japan um you know i'll i'll catch you up uh next week with the live punk slash ska punk show that should be a wild ride and um i'm sure i'll get into some other wacky adventures before next time so all right again thanks for listening i'm sorry i had to you know whore out my shows so terribly but eh, i need some traffic you know they're getting lonely over there so check me out at those two, the blog and the other show. Um, thank you very much, Dorks, for managing to drop this in. And uh, I, if you want to write me, you know my email. Just give me, a, give me an email. All right. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys later. And from uh, the far-flung reaches of the Far East, we are back. Oh, my. To- Central Florida, I know. Wow. We are an international show, folks. We've taken the trip around the world. Yes. So now, wait. We're, we're changing the clocks this weekend. and so Is right, it this weekend? Yeah, it is. Oh, that's why they had all those signs up at the widget. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Factory so to get us to work on time Monday. He's 13 hours ahead of us right now. Is he going to be 14 or 12? I don't know. I don't know if... Uh, you know, there was a, a segment on uh, online where somebody actually explained the whole... The whole uh, daylight savings time, who thought of it, why it was thought of, what it was supposed to, be, how it was supposed to benefit all of us, and uh, all the confusion because of various states that don't don't honor it, other states that honor it in a way different from the rest of us, right? Um, countries that are that do and don't honor it, countries that honor it but honor it at different periods, meaning that there's like one two week period where like. Part of Europe is behind us, and then they're with us, and then they're ahead of us, or something, and then Australia, and the whole thing—it's—it's it's, it's this whole crazy thing. I, you know what? I'll post it in the show notes. I'll actually do it because I know where to find it. Oh, an article you said—it's it's like a little video where oh. they explain it, and basically, what the conclusion is is that there's no point to it now because the original—the original idea was that we would save time by having basically using less electricity by having yeah. lights off longer. Right. But in modern times, more electricity is spent on air conditioning during the day. Uh, then it's spent, you know, on lighting at night that it costs more to uh, to cool homes, which means that we're actually using more electricity more likely, more than likely by spending more time in daylight. Well, see, personally, I don't mind it. 
I know John, he can't stand changing the clocks because he never catches up. You know, his his body is always off for, for months, and so is mine. But I don't mind it because during the summer, it's lighter later. Yeah. If it wasn't, whereas here in our area of, of Florida, mm-hmm. the sun can go down as late as like... I think it's like 8.40. Yeah, almost 9 o'clock. Yeah. It would be going down at 7.40. Yeah. So during the summer, you kind of want it. You want to be able to go out and do stuff. But which time is the real... Which time was Which time was the real time before daylight savings time? We're going to be changing back to standard time. Which, okay. So, so right now, we're in the wrong... The we're wrong in the pretend time. time. The pretend time, yeah. So... And see, the other thing is... For me, anyway, so many people can't stand when we go back to regular time because it gets dark so early. Plus, you you, you lose still, the hour of time. Yeah. No, you get we're no, going you, back we, an hour, so which we're means getting we an gain, extra we gain hour an hour now. No, but I mean, when it goes back oh, to standard, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing that I still like about it, even though it really doesn't affect me much anymore, I go back to when we were on those crazy hours at work, and I'd be going to bed at eight o'clock. Or 7.30 every night. And during the summer, it was awful because it would be bright for another hour and a half. Hmm. Whereas in standard time, you'd go to bed at 6.30 and it would be dark. Yeah. So, you know, that's still... I, I guess I still have, like, an affinity for it that I don't mind it. But anyway, before we go, should we talk about the unusual trick-or-treat? Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's go items. down the list of what you have, and then we can add our own. These are these are things that, that both the radio people had said that they had gotten, and people had called in with these. Someone had gotten a, for trick-or-treating, gotten a craft single, a packet of crackers, different people, of course, mm-hmm. some barbecue chicken. Hmm. Cough drops, <laughs> um, a bullion cube. Nice. Uh, a, a, what the hell did I write here? And how could this be a ca- caramel onion? Oh, that's right. They were handing out um, um, what looked like caramel apples. But they, they made it a joke so that when the kids bit into it, it wasn't an apple. It was an onion. Mm, nice. <laughs> nice joke to play on little kids. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, ketchup packets. A box of rice. Coupons for candy. You know, like 50 cents off a bag of candy or something. And then the I think the most gross one was a raw sausage. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, nice. What I remember from when I was a kid was going trick-or-treating. I, To be honest, I don't remember how old I was. Maybe 10. And we got to a house, and the woman, we must have been the first kids because she was clueless. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, my gosh, I didn't get any candy. So she went in and grabbed a package of Oreos, mm-hmm. opened up the Oreos, and gave us each whatever, two, three Oreos. Mm-hmm. And we walked away, and, and like two doors down, I threw them in the street. Okay. Because my mother said, never eat unwrapped right. stuff. Even though I saw her open it, it didn't matter. It was unwrapped, so I threw it away. And when I got home and I told her that, she's like, you could have eaten that. 
I said I like Oreos. <laughs> that was like a that, was, that was like a widget factory experience right there. I saw what happened, but I was told to do this, so <laughs> yeah, I'm going to exactly. do that because as sure as no. I don't do it, I'll be punished. <laughs> no, it's a ten-year-old's experience <laughs> that we still experience at the, the widget, widget factory. factory. Yes. <laughs> Oops. What about you? Do you remember um, any no, unusual stuff? Yeah, nothing. Nothing horrible though. I'm. There was, a, of course, there was one year I went to a house and the old lady was passing out, handing out pennies. Of course. Like that. Yeah, that was kind of standard operating procedure. Yeah, there'd be somebody that you go to the door and they give you a penny. <laughs> one? Yeah. Not even like a small handful. Nope. Oh, that's no fun. Well, when she was a kid, I'm sure you could buy a lot of things oh, with true. that penny, but. Uh, dentist house in my neighborhood used to give out toothbrushes. That I can see. I learned that one year and never went back. <laughs> um, let's see. I got a pack of popcorn. One house. Like a like microwave popcorn. Again, not that bad. It was like a mini pack. I, I see that now. Yeah. You that see that in the stores now more. Yeah, that, 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 wasn't, that wasn't Halloween no. themed then, but, but, but they, they were innovators. They were, they were trendsetters. <laughs> um... One time, uh, when I w- one time they took me down to Tierra Verde to trick or treat. They thought I'd get like a better haul. Oh, okay. And uh, as it turns out, like nobody was. There were no trick or treaters, so I got some. I got some good. I got some hard cash there. Oh, nice. Um, I got fresh fruit from a few houses there. <laughs> did you eat it or throw it in the street like I did? Um, well, it was like it was sort of like I was. I was. We were doing that sort of trashy thing where they were kind of following me in a car. Oh, so, okay. I don't really remember what we actually did with the fruit, but I caught a lot of people. It didn't. It didn't go very long because I caught a lot of people off guard. There were a lot of houses with lights on because, well, they weren't I guess, expecting anyone. They weren't expecting anybody in the neighborhood, so they weren't turning light. There was nobody that had Halloween decorations up. Gotcha. So, um, so I got like a, a buck here, a buck there. I got a five dollars, five dollars from one house. This was the nice. '80s, so that was nice money. That's still nice now. Yeah, no, no, but I mean, five bucks and I'll be happy. But I mean, it was like that was like. Really nice, right? Then. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's still nice now, but that's like a salad at the uh, <laughs> the uh, the widget market. Yeah, really. Um, trying to think what else. That I think that's probably pretty much it. I didn't get anything too crazy. It was, but yeah, you always get the the person that doesn't know what to give you. You know, like oh, we weren't expecting trick or treaters. Yeah, on this Halloween thing. Yeah. <laughs> And on that on that note, my uh, old neighbors across the street used to do something really. They they would always do like a Halloween themed party, but they always did it before Halloween. Yeah, like the week before or something, the weekend before Halloween. And every year they would. Uh, it, it, it was always like a really really big deal. They decorated their entire thing. Last year's theme was um, the border. So they had, like, a chain-link fence going across oh, the front of their house, and it was, like, torn open in one area. And there were, like, rakes and and and, uh, and various lawn, uh, you know, um, weed eaters and stuff positioned around in the yard on one side. <laughs> and then on the other side, they had, like, border control vests, you know, on the ground and whatever else. But one year it was, like, uh, Gotham City, and they had these giant cutouts that were of wood that were done up like uh, skyscrapers. And you like cool. on the walkway when you walk up, you go through them, and they do these really elaborate con- uh, costumes. And last year they had a photo booth that they brought in. I, I saw them loading it up to take back, like a you know like a where you go in like the old fashioned you know you go and you yeah. take your pictures yeah, and yeah. It, it spits out the film. But uh, they never do anything for Halloween for kids though. 
Oh. Like, their house is still all done up for this stuff on Halloween. Yeah. But they turn their lights off. And I remember one year, the, it was the Gotham City year, they were getting ready to leave on Halloween night, and kids came up, and it was this real awkward, well, we don't really have anything for you guys, and sorry. And I thought, you know, what assholes. They do this big, huge adult party. They leave everything up, and then they get caught trying to get away from the house, you know, on Halloween night when they still have their front yard all lit up. And uh, I don't know. Their house is, their house deserves to be egged and, and toilet paper, though. Where did you say this was? Across this, from... This was... Uh, Across the street from where I used to live, oh, okay. uh, down in St. Pete. Gotcha. But uh, maybe we'll put the address online so next <laughs> yeah, year sure we will. people can exact their revenge. The only other thing that I thought of for Halloween that, that was unusual was a, the friend that I went trick-or-treating with. We went to, he lived on a corner, we went to the other corner on his, his street. Mm-hmm. And they were handing out full packs of Hubba Bubba Bubblegum. Sweet. Yeah. That was like one of the first ones we hit, and we got that. It was like, oh, my God, we've got to go back there later. So at the end of the night, we went. He had a mask. I don't know what he was dressed as then, but he went home. He put on this rubber mask, Mm -hmm. and me, I didn't have anything else, so I just pulled my sweatshirt up over my head and kind of walked like I was Igor or something. And we both trick-or-treat, and we got a second pack of gum each. Wow. Yeah, we were thrilled. Well, and all the years that I was a kid, well, like my, my tween years on up, I really didn't I didn't trick-or-treat at that point. I, I, I think I, given what I see nowadays, I think I stopped before the national average. Gotcha. And my actual trick-or-treating exploits. Uh, but... At that, at like around the age of like 12, 13, my focus started to be on decorating the house and getting trick or treaters. But in our neighborhood, we didn't have many kids. And this has been something like all of my life. Like you could buy probably one bag of candy, like one of those Snickers bags, and have stuff left over if you were handing out two pieces per kid. Yeah. But uh, over the years, you know, more families and stuff moved into our neighborhood. And it had always become like my, my goal. Uh, the, the, high, the largest number I ever got at our house, I think, was 18 one year. Wow. And I will tell you that it, it's a shame, too, because every kid that came to my house each year, it, the, the loot got progressively better. <laughs> I started buying, like, these things, like, like you could get these plastic coffins from the dollar or from, like, Big Lots for a buck a piece. Yeah. I, like, stuffed these things full of candy. <laughs> nice. I was probably giving each kid about three bucks worth of candy when they come through. And when those ran out, I, you know, if those ran out, it was, like, handfuls because I always had all this stuff. <laughs> and then, you know, you, you'd think I would have learned once I turned, like, 16, 17, expect nothing. nothing. But yeah. but even with my own money, I was – and it was always so disappointing. But – and, you know, one year I actually got to – not not too long ago, I actually trick-or-treated at a at – a, or had a house – was in a house where they were, were in a neighborhood full of children. Uh-huh. And it was amazing. They were giving out, like, two Jolly Ranchers per kid. And I'm like, really? That's all you're – and they're like, trust me. And I I lost count, but we had over 60. Wow. And they're like, yeah, see, you can't do it like you think you can around no. here. It but, depends uh, on where you are, I guess. I just think how cool that I, – I don't know. I, I don't know why that was such a big deal to me, but – it's I, fun. Yeah, being on the other end, having kids yeah. come up and be scared or, you know, little show-offs in their outfits and stuff. Or, yeah. But, yeah. We, to this day – We've been in our place now four years. We've never had one. We're well, at zero. My condo. I mean, we, we we've never had it any would here be either. Smart. But. 
You, there's 80 units in our place. Yeah, but how many of the how many of the people in those units do you think have candy for anybody? Because nobody's expecting them now. But even the kids that live there, and there's not many. Mm-hmm. Trust me, there's there's probably only like four kids in those 80 units. Yeah, but. Even they, and and we know one of them, mm-hmm. even he didn't come knocking on any doors of people he knew. Hmm. You would think him and his mother would come along, you know, hi, trick or treat. One year we had stuff for dogs. I think the first year. Mm-hmm. They had these little, like, milk bone snack packs, you know, oh, yeah? where you got, like, two milk bones in there. So if, the, if people came with their dogs, because it happened where we used to live, mm-hmm. people came with their dogs, we'd give that too. Nope. Nothing. But where you were before, though, that was a townhouse, right? It was a townhouse. So that probably felt a little more approachable because those were all street-level entrances. Could be. Maybe. Plus, but the thing about that was it was in a circle. Uh, so, so it was, it an was easy. nice yeah. for those kids. They walk in a circle on one side of the street, walk in a circle on the other side of the street, and, and they, they made it pretty good. Yeah. And plus, where you are, there's, uh, there's some neighborhoods, like, right around the corner from you. Like, they're... Trust me, there's neighborhoods right around. There were, there were the ghetto, the projects were down the street from where we were. Well, no, I just, houses. I just mean like the kids that are in your complex now. Oh, they can, oh, oh. they can go down the block and and hit up the the million dollar homes. Oh, or, I got you. Or go yeah. the other way, and then they're in a regular neighborhood right. with regular houses. That's probably what they do. Right, it's just hit the the street level houses. Because I would imagine, you know, if you're in a complex and like. How much candy did you have to hand out this year? We didn't get any. Because you weren't expecting anybody. Right. We knew there wouldn't be any. Yeah. So. we Actually, we did get. In the beginning of October, we were in Sam's Club, and they had that big bucket of um, double bubble bubble gum, the mm. sour flavors, you know, the wild cherry. Somebody phrase that. How much did you leave for kids on trick-or-treating? None. On? Exactly. None. The, I brought the bucket into work. Yeah. Because John even said, we can get that for Halloween. And he gave me a, a look like, yeah, right. And, and grabbed a couple of handfuls for home, brought the rest into work, and it was all gone by October 7th. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. So the starving folks at the widget factory. Yep. Well, I think that might Game actually over. be our show. It sounds like I hear the roar coming up. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, we've had the music playing for a little while. Oh. Um, so uh, I guess uh, we'll uh, we'll say our goodbyes before Munchie knocks over the computer and uh, he's headed there. Yes. So um, uh, you're who? A man with no name. And, and I'm Promi. Promi. And we are a bunch of dorks.com. And we'd like to dot com. And uh, we'd like to thank Mal for for chiming in tonight. We always love it when he has his segments. Always interesting. We really have to try it for another one of those uh, simulcast yeah, really. shows with him before he gets back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, if we can do one back at the studio, we actually have the equipment to do it right now. Yep. So uh, with that, uh, we will say good night and uh, shabalaba.